I want to thank PDR Posse member Michael Rudnan for this one. I think it's important because what it does is it goes ahead and it puts to rest the idea that somehow these conservative judges on the Supreme Court can, with their 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 sense of textualism, their sense of conservatism, their sense of reading the letter of the law out of the Constitution, whether it's valid or not, they claim that is the reasons they change things like um, uh, overturning the abortion law in the in the Dobbs decision because. Why again? The Constitution never really gave that right. Uh, they are textualists. They are going to believe in what the Constitution said. Well, now that the Supreme Court has a, or rather now that the Constitution, that 14th Amendment in the Constitution, will they honor it? Will they honor it? You know, so they said, well, maybe it doesn't apply to the president. Hogwash. When it was established in the 1800s, they had that distinct discussion, office, uh, an office of the United States government. The presidency is one of those offices. Check this out. Take it on the other side. Multiple lower courts have already ruled that Trump himself did personally engage in insurrection. But a core question at issue here is for whom this insurrection clause was really intended. Which offices count? Which officers count? Was it intended for presidents and presidential candidates, or are they somehow exempted? Now, the Colorado Supreme Court, state Supreme Court, goes a long way towards resolving what the authors of this amendment were thinking about when they wrote this, whether they specifically intended this amendment, this Section 3 of this amendment, as a guardrail against presidents and potential presidents who engaged in insurrection. The state Supreme Court did some very, very deep research to make the case that, yes, this sure does apply to presidents and presidential candidates. And to that end, among the best and deepest cuts cited in this ruling is this one. It is a conversation between two senators in the year 1866 as they were literally writing the 14th Amendment. Senator Reverdy Johnson worried that the final version of Section 3 did not include the office of the presidency. He stated, this amendment does not go far enough because past rebels may be elected president or vice president of the United States. So he asked, why did you omit to exclude them? I do not understand them to be excluded from the privilege of holding the two highest offices in the gift of the nation. Senator Lott Morrill fielded this objection. He replied, let me call the senator's attention to the words or hold any office, civil or military, under the United States. This answer satisfied Senator Johnson, who stated, hmm, perhaps I am wrong as to the exclusion from the presidency. No doubt I am. The senators who literally wrote the 14th Amendment specifically meant for it to apply to the presidency. It does not get any more originalist than that, my friends, and that is exactly the point here. Adam Serwer argues in The Atlantic today that this ruling from the Colorado State Supreme Court is going to put the court's conservatives between a rock and a hard place. The court's conservative justices often justify their decisions through the legal philosophy of originalism, or trying to interpret what the founders meant when they wrote the Constitution. Sower writes that this Colorado Supreme Court ruling is calling the bluff 
of the U.S. Supreme Court's originalists, forcing its conservative justices to choose between their purported legal philosophy and the partisan interests of the party with which they identify. So it would seem. Now, Trump has until January 4th to appeal the Colorado State Supreme Court decision, and his campaign says it plans to. And when that happens, it will put the issue on hold until the Supreme Court makes its decision, meaning Trump will likely be on the Colorado Republican primary ballot. But whether he appears on the general election ballot in Colorado and potential, potentially in any other states that could follow Colorado's lead, all of that will rest once again in the hands of the Supreme Court. It's clear, folks. It is clear. From a constitutional point of view, Donald Trump must be removed from the possibility of ever being president of the United States again. Folks may say some people will get upset. That may be the truth. But did we get upset when Donald Trump won with less than a popular vote? Yes, we did. But we didn't go ahead and destroy the nation. We followed the Constitution. Did we get upset when Al Gore lost to Bush with the Electoral College, even as he won the popular vote? Yes, we were upset. But again, we followed the Constitution and we should this time again. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join. <laughs>